0: How can we stop procrastinating and become more productive? If you're looking for the secret to unlock how to be more productive, then this is the episode for you. hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the unlock podcast with me ricky lock the podcast that is using joy and enthusiasm to unlock how to be the best version of yourself and to create magical experiences today i have an amazing episode for you to help you overcome that procrastination and become more productive and it's with my good friend and pal izzy dixon I love Izzy. She absolutely looks amazing. She's a wonderful human being. She has the best colour hair in the world. It's bright pink and I actually got a chance to meet her in real life. Yeah, I've known her for about nearly all of 2021 and only finally in November got to meet her in real life and she is amazing. If you are looking for that secret to unlock how to be a bit more productive and to avoid procrastination, just like me, I'm a massive procrastinator, then this is the episode for you. As always, thank you to the patrons of this podcast. Thank you, Sherry Brenton, Anthony Howe, Steve McDermott, and Rory Barnes for your continued support. And also, if you do enjoy this episode, then share it. Share it to your friends. Share it to your newsletter. Share it to everybody to help them become more productive. And if you really liked it, then head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review or even Podchase as well, because it gets this podcast shared out to more people. As always, thank you for listening to this episode and enjoy the episode with Izzy Dixon. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Unlocked Podcast. My next guest is a productivity coach and expert and please welcome to the show Izzy Dixon.
1: Hello Izzy. Hello, thank you for having me Ricky.
0: It is a pleasure. How are you? Are you keeping well?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I've got sunshine here. I know you can't see with the the background, but I have got sunshine here, which always makes me happy. So that's good.
0: (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. And I've been excited for this because we've known each other for quite some time now. And uh, this was meant to happen. And finally, we just got it done. So I'm really pleased to invite you on. And I know that you're going to add a lot of value to a lot of the listeners because we all want to be a bit more productive in life, really, don't we? So yeah, welcome to the show. And uh, a little bit first, I guess, a brief bit about who you are and what do you do?
1: Okay, well, like you said, I'm a productivity coach. So that means I help people um, simply get more done during the workday so that they uh, don't have to work evenings don't have to work weekends and still get everything done or at least get all the important things done. We never get everything done, do we? Yeah. (laughs) And I do that with coaching of course as a coach but I also do workshops and I give talks on the subject so yeah groups individuals anybody and everybody who needs to get more organized and more productive
0: fantastic and it's a a great market to be in isn't it because we all really want to be more productive spend more time with our family uh, and spend more time on the things that are important to us rather than those boring stuff, but yeah, absolutely. So, look, I know that you have some really good, great tips and uh, some gold that you offer to your clients, and uh, obviously on your website as well. But I'd like to take a bit of a, a deep dive and discuss into this about how can we be more productive. So, firstly, let's start. Firstly, what does it mean to be productive? Is he?
1: Well, um, I think it's one of those questions that if you ask three people, you get five opinions. <laughs> but <laughs> productivity means to me that you get the important things done the things that make you move you towards your goals um whether that's at work or in your private life doesn't matter too much it's all the things that we want to get done we need to get done in order to earn a living in order to run a successful business in order to not live in squalor um all the sort of useful things in life um i mean it might be yeah get the crops in for, for the farmers, that's being productive. So getting everything done, but getting it done in a way that doesn't lead to burnout. So that we have actually got time to then relax as well and to recharge and to do a lot of work again the next day.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think that burnout, especially with us now all working from home, our, our hours are extended, aren't we? So previous pre-COVID, we were all going to offices Um, for nine o'clock 10 o'clock whatever it might be and then going home but now we've kind of given ourselves this excuse oh I can roll out of bed at 8am and just go straight to the office and days are longer but are we actually making them productive you know so um, what are some of the common pitfalls that people come up to you to say Izzy I just need your help I'm just not productive I just can't get anything done what kind of the conversations that usually happen uh, around when you meet people?
1: Well, one of the reasons is exactly what you just said, that people think just because we're now working from home, the day is endless. Um, Instead of having structure given to us, we just have to create ourselves. So if we're used to working from, say, 9 to 5, well, to still work from 9 to 5. You can sleep in a bit because you don't have a commute, but still start work at 9. Or if you want to start at 8 because you don't have a commute, clock off at 4. You don't have to work more hours just because your home is your workplace. That's number one. Uh, Common issues with people are generally um, procrastination. People love to put things off and that can become a habit to actually put things off. I'll do that later. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that next week. I'll start on Monday. All that. Um, That's one. Distractions. That's a biggie really big one that can be that can come from anywhere from uh, our environment from our own minds we can get distracted by our own mind um uh simply bad habits just not having good working habits that's another one um or just lack of planning could be that yeah. so there's a wide variety of reasons why people would seek my help
0: mm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I totally thought, it sounds like you're, you're speaking my mind there. Is it like I was like, yeah, 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 that's definitely me procrastination, distractions. Yeah, uh, there's a thing, isn't there, about um, procrastination that I think that because of the world that we're living now with uh, social media and uh, notifications on our phone, I've had to massively just tune out everything and drown out that noise, you know, turn off my social media apps because I'll just get these pings and they go, oh, great, you know, a bit of dopamine rushes around my body, go, oh, great, someone's, you know, messaged me or someone's said something about my podcast or something like that and you just want to see it and then five minutes turns into 20 to 30 and Instagram Reels and TikTok is my, uh, yeah, Achilles heel. Yeah, that's the thing. As soon as I start watching one, it turns into this loop. So what is one of these things? How do we combat this procrastination? Because I'm a massive, massive victim of it. I, um, I'm a bit like a magpie, I think, he? I like kind of shiny things and I'll go, oh, that looks interesting. And uh, I'll go watch that. I'll go read that blog. And then, oh, there's a video. I'll go watch that video. And then it turns into watching cats uh, playing pianos, that kind of thing. So how do we combat that? Um, because that's a big thing for me. And I know that a lot of my listeners out there who are SMEs, they've got businesses, they fall into that trap too. So what can we do to to reduce our procrastination and be more productive.
1: Yeah, it's exactly that, isn't it? We have invented this device which has the world knowledge at our fingertips, and we use it to watch cat videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not 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 my quote, but I love it. I don't know who said it, but it's just yeah. so true. Um, yeah, you you sort of um, combining two things in one question. There's distractions, which is your pinging in of social media which is our phones constantly telling us yay something exciting has happened or is it literally just we got a new newsletter that is actually spam and we don't want it we don't know but it's the excitement Oh, something's just pinged in what could it be and I like what you said you've turned it off that that is that is literally one of my top tips turn off all your notifications you don't need them when you're ready to check it when you're yeah. ready to log into facebook twitter linkedin insta TikTok, whatever the latest craze is then look at it and yeah how can you stop yourself doing that Forever because it's very it is very easy to get sucked in. Hey, I get sucked in. I'm human, yeah. absolutely. I love that stuff. I love cats too. <laughs> um <laughs> and cat videos. And dog videos. Stop now. Um, <laughs> just talking about it, we could waste time. Yeah. Um is to set yourself a timer. Say, okay, I want to do this now because I really want to. And it's, I've got a break and I want to spend 10 minutes, 15 minutes, however long you want to spend on that platform. Set yourself a little timer. Use said phone and use it productively and use the technology for you and set a timer. And then when the timer goes off, you just have to have the strength to then come out of it. Yes. (laughs) That's the thing. You need the, yeah. The the mental strength to just say, okay, yes, the timer has gone back to work. I'm now doing something productive. Um, procrastination um is is real, it's a real issue. Um and it's usually something emotional which uh can be really difficult to overcome. So if you're constantly finding you're procrastinating on the same thing, you're trying to avoid it. It might even be something you enjoy, but you still avoid it. So it could be all sorts of reasons why you avoid it, and you need to figure out what it is. Is it because you basically link pain and pleasure to the same thing? So do you enjoy doing it, but you're really worried to get it wrong? So I'm enjoying doing it, great. I will never press send because I might have an error in it so there's that perfectionism or you might literally have fears that you get things wrong some people are really scared of making mistakes like real real fear Um, and if that's the reason how can you overcome that Um, what does good enough look like Mm. does is the world really gonna go under if there is a spelling error in there probably yeah. not if you stumble over a word i mean i know as long as i've been speaking now i've stumbled over a couple of words that's okay i'm not a robot i'm allowed to stumble yeah. over words even if being. i'm a professional speaker i can yeah. still stumble over the odd word it doesn't mean i have to be 100 percent perfect yeah. what does good enough look like so that's that. one thing you can do and the, yeah. the main thing is try and find out why you are avoiding the thing that you are avoiding, because finding that out is basically the first step to do something about it. Because once you know what it is, you can start thinking, OK, what can I do about that? How can I make that work for me, not against me?
0: I love that the that measure of good and uh, measure of success. There's a podcast that's coming out soon, I'm calling uh, measure of success, because I think in linking with that social media, what we see from other people is we see. Um, so in my industry, I'm seeing magicians out there performing, and I might think, oh, they're they're doing that. I'm not doing that. That makes me less perfect, or uh, am I, you know, lesser of a magician? Or if I'm not as busy, or as I'm not doing that, does that make me feel? So then I start then procrastinating about those thoughts, and then I think oh, I'll put off the task because I'm not as worthy, or I'm not as Good. So I love that idea. So for anyone listening, there's this really important thing here, as you were saying, that we need to really understand what is that measure of success, and almost like you said there, not to really have this perfect standard or this expectation. And I think you're right there. I've done that before with with podcast recordings in season one. I wouldn't put it out there. I procrastinated for so long because there was this imposter syndrome of who's going to listen to a podcast by me? Who, who wants to listen to this? So. I delayed it and put it off and put it off and put it off. And as you know, Izzy, from our mastermind group, um, I also have an online course. It's been out there for ages. Uh, I haven't really done much with it. I did a soft launch and I've been delaying and delaying this main launch because of said thing. But it's because probably in my mind, I've got this measure of success. And because it's probably not quite where I think it is, I've delayed it. But actually, if I bring that barrier probably down and actually think, actually, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if, it, if it's adding value and it's doing something, then that's the real key, isn't it? And not Absolutely. everyone is going to see what I see.
1: No, and so also I like that. Yeah. get it out there because then you will get the feedback of, yeah. uh, "Yes, this is good. Uh, this is useful." But oh, that that's missing. That would be helpful if you added that in. So you can add that in and you can yeah. improve it. But it's probably it's most likely, knowing you, it's most likely good <laughs> enough. Just get it out there and wait yeah. for the feedback
0: to tell you what you can improve. Yeah, it's I love that. Yeah, it, it, don't wait to be perfect. Yeah, because I think that's the thing is that it? it's about like that kind of, um, you know, they say about 10,000 hours of mastery on another subject, you know. If, yeah. if we wait, if everybody waits to be perfect in what they do in their business and their job, we'll probably be like 99 years old. So why? Yeah. Because you can kind of, yeah. So I like that. Yeah. So that's a really nice way. So thinking about the measure of success, that procrastination, uh, there's something here as well I was thinking about. I was going to ask you about this. Uh, I know that we talk about about this responsibility factor. So something I've been reading recently about Jack Canfield is about the idea of when people complain, which I think can lead to procrastination. People complain about things. But when people complain, it's often because there's an option that is better, but they just don't want to do it. So if you go to a shop and you complain about service, it's probably because you know that there is a better way of being served or a better business that provides that. So what do we do? We complain about it. But rather than just complaining, it should be instead of this, we should take some responsibility. So linking to that procrastination, is there this idea of um, you know, rather than just delaying it, thinking about, well, actually let's take some responsibility here. Look at the measure of success and let's create a better habit for this because I'm guessing the habits are going to lead to that and just like me, I've taken monster bloody to this. But actually, I should just be asking that question. Just take some responsibility and do it. Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: Well, um, I think as well, there's something here about this um, uh, Eat That Frog as well. I'm a big fan of that. I've, have you ever read the book Eat That Frog by Brian yes. Tracy?
1: Yes, absolutely. A big fan of Brian Tracy. He's awesome.
0: (laughs) Love that. Love that. So I I try to do that quite a lot. And I think that's where a lot of that procrastination leads to, isn't it? We put off those big, big tasks Mm. because they're difficult or they're challenging. And we'll do the simple tasks first. So then what do we do? We then procrastinate by getting that big thing done. But as he says in the book, you should always start with a big task of the day. So for anyone that doesn't really know what that means or for anyone that kind of procrastinates about being productive what would you say about this idea of tackling the the bigger challenges first? What do you think about that?
1: It's a great technique for starters. I'm going to put a great big butt on it, but I will tell Ooh. you about that after I explain what it is. So okay. yeah, the concept of eat that frog is um, apparently it was Mark Twain who said something along the lines of um, if, If your your only task that day was to eat a live frog, it would be best to do that first thing in the morning uh, rather than having it sit there all day staring at you.
0: So your day's better from that point on.
1: Day is better if you do a big, ugly, nasty thing that you have to do first. So I don't know, a difficult phone call or writing a big proposal or writing a big report, working on a general spreadsheet, Whatever your big thing is, do that first. Then it's out of the way. And uh it will, finishing something like that definitely gives you a boost, a burst of energy to then get more stuff done. That's the whole idea about it. And it really works for most people, not for everybody. Uh, and I'm sensing that I, the
0: but is coming. That's the here. but.
1: Yes. <laughs> there are some people. And I have to honestly say, I am one of them. Um, I thought, okay, Brian Tracy says it, it must be true. I have to do the big <laughs> thing first. And then I procrastinated and didn't do anything for the first three hours of the day because this big thing was looming. And I was like, oh, yeah, but I need to check something first. And I need to uh, go over there and do this first. And uh, yeah, the, um, uh, there was a bit of dust over there. Everything other than the big thing got done and nothing got done because the big thing needed to get done first. Mm. So what works for me and quite a few other people have come across, not 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 everybody. Try the big frog thing first. If it doesn't work, put a small task first, almost like a warm up task.
0: Okay, because
1: that will give you again, something that needs doing, but not quite as big a thing um maybe a less threatening phone call or maybe an email that needs writing or some one small smallish thing that needs doing again something done will always give you a little burst of energy and that could be enough to get the big thing started so my Might recommendation not, yeah. is if if the frog thing doesn't work for you because you've tried it and it just doesn't work try doing a small thing first and then immediately move on to the big thing Ooh, have like a warm-up yeah. task
0: you know what, Izzy? There is, there's something here I'm thinking about here, a piece of content maybe for you or even for me uh, or even a blog here. This is like the Olympics. Like the, at the time that we were recording this for everyone, the Olympics has just finished. But you wouldn't expect um, you know, an Olympian to, if they were doing, let's say, the high jump, you wouldn't just expect them to just turn up and go do it, that big job. They do the warm up first. They do the stretches, the little things like that to get themselves in that state. So what you're saying is in a similar approach to being productive, sometimes, um, although it can work for some people, for those people that aren't that great doing those big tasks first, let's warm up by doing something small. Get that little buzz and uh, get that. I love that. Izzy. That's really cool. I, I'm seeing these <laughs> yeah. metaphors here. Yeah, love that. <laughs> Okay, cool. So one of the things as well that I'm a big fan of is, is lists. A huge, huge big fan of lists. And something I've learned to do over the last couple of years is to do my list the night before so that when I wake up the next day, I can see exactly what it is. I'm not going to walk into the office and go, right, what am I doing today? And then faff around thinking, oh yeah, I've got that to do. And then, oh, notification comes through. Oh, someone's commented on my Facebook post. Let's have a look at that. So what about lists? What top tips could we give for listeners about uh, lists? Do you like lists, Izzy? Is that a technique that you like uh, teaching? Uh, Tell me about lists. What does that mean for you?
1: Definitely like a list. There's good lists and there's there's lists that work for some people and some for others. I think you can tell there's a theme here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. There's
1: a reason why it's called personal productivity. Yes. Yeah, It's personal. Yeah. So you're, an, you're a night before planner. Awesome. Yeah. I'm a morning planner. Night before planning doesn't work for me. Uh, works for lots of people. Great. I need to do it first thing in the morning. Also great because, like I say, we're all different. Yeah. Um. But planning, whether you do it the night before or first thing in the morning, is important because otherwise, just like you said, you will get pulled in all sorts of directions by other people's stuff. Yes. By other people's posts and emails and phone calls and voice messages they might have left or whatever. So you've got to do. You, make sure your ducks are in a row before you deal with other people's stuff. Um, lists, absolutely. Um one thing that people often get wrong and that frustrates them and then you get articles all over the shop saying things like lists don't work, don't have to-do lists, they don't work. Well, it depends how you deal with them and what you do with them. If you have a, an A4 sheet with two or three columns filled with things to do and that's your to-do list, I agree it will not work. unless you're one of those very rare people where this does work again (laughs) yeah yeah caveat preference but um most people when they see a list like that first thing in the morning they will just go oh my god and just do something else and not even look at the list um what I recommend doing have one big list like your master list that you always add to that Is like the stuff you put things into when, oh, yeah, I need to do that on the list. I need to call that person, um, email that person, do that research on the list. Absolutely. But then first thing in the morning or last night before, pick out the three to five items that you do need to get done the next day Um, with ideally one most important item that needs to get done, however big or small. so that you have your three to five items and they ideally fit in within the stuff you've already booked that day so calls um seminars networking events uh other events taking kids to school whatever it is what can you fit in in between if if you booked meetings Back to back from nine to five, you haven't got time for anything else. Don't put yeah. anything else on your list. Yeah. Um. Not that I recommend that anyway, no. but that's <laughs> <Yes>. another question. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, only, only put on the list what you can complete. I know we always want to complete as much as possible and finish those big, long lists. A, a list like that you probably never finish because by the time you get to the last item, you've added another 10 or 20 to the list. Yeah. So we're never done, ever. (laughs) Give (laughs) up on that notion. You'll never be done. Yeah. Um, But yeah, being
0: strict with yourself then. Yeah.
1: Have okay. What do I need to get done today? Those three things. Those five things. Do they fit in within what? Where my time is already taken up? Is there any spare time that I have where I can do those things? Great. That's the list that needs to get done. And maybe even leave a little bit of a buffer in case something happens, because you never know. You might get a phone call that you need to take somebody to hospital or you might, the power might go out, the Internet might go down. um, And then what? Have a bit of a buffer. That's always a good one as well.
0: I like that. And I, I'm loving the idea of this, these preferences of, you know, that it's not a one size fits all, that you've kind of got to really explore what's the, the best thing for you. And I think, you know, we don't often really hear that. We always see this is what you need to do. But actually, that might not work for you. It's a bit like uh, you might like a certain type of chocolate bar, is it? That I don't. It's a preference, isn't it? At the end of the day. And it's about bounty working over out.
1: Here.
0: Yeah. A bounty. Mm-hmm. Mm. See, yeah. I'm all right with the bounty. It's okay. Yeah. It's nice. It's not my go to. Uh, i think it's a galaxy bar for me that's the go-to yeah that's nice uh,
1: too
0: but um i love that idea yeah absolutely um so what about i've done my research and i know you're a big fan of this because i have one here it is a uh, pomodoro
1: Yay. everyone. there you it's go for everybody a, listening the um, yeah if you're
0: not watching <laughs> this on the uh the video you'll see i'm holding up like a little pomodoro which is the pomodoro technique which i know you're a big fan of this is he aren't you I am. Yeah, The Pomodoro technique
1: is awesome. I'm sure you want me to tell you what it is now. Yes, please. Yeah. So (laughs) I I
0: actually use this um, every single, pretty much every single day, but I'm going to get the expert to explain the Pomodoro Mm -hmm. technique. Yeah. So over to you, Izzy.
1: Okay. So um, if you are uh, listening to this and not watching the video, um, Ricky just held up a little tomato timer, tomato-shaped kitchen timer. (laughs) And uh, the Pomodoro technique uh, was invented by an Italian man. And uh, in Italian, Pomodoro is tomato. Yeah. And he used a kitchen timer that was shaped like a tomato as his timer. And the idea is that you set yourself a time to focus on a task. Mm. Pick a task, focus on it for 25 minutes. Um, once the timer goes, you set yourself timer again for five minutes and have a little break what you do in that break is anything other than that task. So that could be do a bit of scrolling, look out the window, make yourself a cup of tea or coffee, um walk around a little bit, stretch, yoga pose, whatever you do. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah.
1: And then once that little timer goes again after five minutes, you do another 25 minutes if your task's not done yet or pick another task. Um, And you can do that for up to four times after which you need a slightly longer break. The brain simply, after focusing for that long, the brain needs a bit more of a break. So like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, say, ish, there or thereabouts. And then if you still have brain power left for more focusing, because once you, um, um, excuse the little meow in the background, that's the cat, <laughs> twinkle the cat. um, She just put me up, thank you, dear. Yeah. <laughs> um, So, yeah, once you've, um, if you still have brain power left, then you can start the whole thing all over again and see how many Pomodoros. So unit of 25 minutes and five minute break, how many you can do in a day.
0: I love it. Is a yeah, great explanation as well? And the reason that I use it is because I am a I'm a big man of different many ideas, and sometimes I can get lost into thinking or consuming and not creating. So one of the things I've done recently is to strip out a lot of the stuff in my diary of different groups and different networking things, uh, all adding value, but actually it wasn't really the step that was helping me get to where I want to be. And I thought, well, let's take that let's take that out, create some focus, stop consuming but actually start creating. And the reason I love that is because I actually use uh, an app as well called Forest, the Forest app, which you can use with the Pomodoro technique. And it does it for 25 minutes, but it's um, it grows a tree. Have you seen this before?
1: I've heard of it. I've never yeah. used it myself.
0: Uh, it's really cool. So it grows a tree and it's very strict with you. So if you get a notification and you leave the app to go see what that notification is, it actually sends a message to you to say, if you don't go back to your tree, your tree will die. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's quite old. Oh, and you, you don't want your tree to die. But then you go back to it and, uh, yeah, it will then grow. And at the end of the 25 minutes, you have your break. But what it does, I believe, is that it gives you like a visual representation of all of your trees. So you can really visually see how productive you are. And also, I think if you grow enough trees, you get coins. And that goes to planting real trees in places in the world that, that need trees. So there's a lovely little bit of, um, you know, a lovely little bit of gesture of goodwill there as well that you can get from it. But the reason I love doing it is because I, I turn off my phone, I put it on flight mode and I just focus on it. And you, you won't, you'll be so surprised. You, you might think 25 minutes seems like a long time, but it's not, you know, like um, it, it just goes so quickly, but it's such a good time. So I love that. Love that you're a big fan of that, Izzy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, um,
1: i I write my blog posts with it and and stuff like that i mean whole books have been written um degrees have been finished using the pomodoro tech technique it really really works
0: it does yeah focus is
1: so important
0: absolutely yeah and that you've got to make sure you stop as well don't carry on because it can be very uh it can be very easy to say i'll just i'll just carry on another couple of minutes because that'll go so quick so stop go for some fresh air, get some water. So if you are sometimes focusing too much, uh, sometimes we forget hydration, go grab a glass of water because every half hour you can have a glass of water and that'll help you hydrate, hydrated, which also helps you focus as well. Um, but Izzy, I'd love to ask you then, so the old title of this podcast is called How to Become More Productive. So what are Izzy's top tips for being more productive? If you could get them into like three or four or a, a just a few short top tips, your favorite tips what are your top tips to becoming more productive?
1: Well, the overarching one is increasing your focus. So we've touched on that already because if you improve your focus, it is in working on your focusing skill, so to say, is the top thing you can do to get more done. Because without focus, we don't we don't really get anything done. We definitely don't get anything of quality done. Yeah. And um, well we can't even relax properly because if if you don't focus on relaxing as silly as that sounds you then constantly think of work while you're trying to relax so yeah um so one of my top tips is to uh again we've 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 touched on a couple of those already a little bit um it's taking any notifications off your phone that you don't need. And that doesn't only include social media, that also includes email notifications. You know, the ones when you're working on a laptop or or computer, uh, on a a desktop, when they ping in from the side or you get a little dinger sound or something notifies you, there's an email, you don't need them turn yep. them off yes. yep. uh, because it will take the focus away from what you're doing at the minute. It will come in with some, either you see the name or you see the, the title of, of the email, you get the ping, which takes your uh, concentration away. So there's, there's, there's all these things that stop you from working. So again, it's technology trying to be helpful, but it's actually <sighs> making our work harder. Uh, Same with phone notification, unless you need them for something important, and I really mean important, turn them off. Yeah. Um, The other one is um, uh, building mindfulness into your day. That will help you at work and at play because you are learning, you are training your mind to be in the moment, and that can only be a good thing for focus um so what you do is for just a few minutes and again you can set yourself a timer if you want or you can just do it for a little while um you see what you can see really take take everything in around you what you can hear what you can feel like the chair under the, you the the, the the keyboard under your hands or the, the the cushion that you're sitting on the cat if you've got one snuggling up to <laughs> you um, uh, smell what you can smell it could be a scented candle it could be air coming from the outside it whatever that could be um, and finally taste what you can taste so maybe you've just had a coffee and you've still got a bit of remnant coffee taste or you chew in some gum what can you taste there and there's little exercises you can do exactly with them um, with a raisin so All you right. can eat a raisin mindfully but look 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 at it Listen to it, sort of squ- squish it near your ear, yeah. feel it, smell it, taste it, and really experience that little raisin, or just experience the moment. As in the room you're in, maybe you're having dinner with the family, um, hear the kids chatter, hear the um, partner rabbit on about something. <laughs> yeah. you, you don't have to. You don't have to tell everybody you, you're doing it, but you're just really being in the moment. And that will really help you to just train your mind to not go off on a tangent, really listen to people, really experience the time you're doing. And also it'll help you focus. Uh, It'll it'll help you work focus as well because of that being in the moment, focusing on what you're doing. Um, That is definitely a good tip. Um, And yeah, I can't, I can't not say the Pomodoro technique again, because working in focus sprints, as it's sometimes called as well, focus sprints, um, that that is a really good way to just get stuff done, not knock things off that to do list. Um, Those those are my top tips there's loads love of it. others but yeah, yeah. To my top ones that's them that, yeah if
0: you <laughs> want the top ones from izzy you have to book her yeah and uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i love that i think that's fantastic yeah i love the whole mindfulness to it as well because i think we can just have blinkers on focused on but actually what's the real thing here we're trying to do is is it trying hmm. to make money or is it that we're trying to have a life and that's where that focus really needs to be brought into is it so every task you're doing asking yourself What's the focus here? What's the purpose of doing this? And really get yourself into that state. Uh, and I also got a credit here as well. I love the idea of what you mentioned earlier on about the the measure of success. You know, what does good look like? And um, also about the, the two sides of a coin. I really love that. So I'm really going to start thinking about the preferences of what I've read before. Well, actually, is that going to apply to me and make that work for me? And again, that kind of taps into that focus. So yeah thank you so Izzy um, thank you for coming on to the show before I start to wrap it up there is a couple of questions I want to ask you and then I'm going to ask you how people can find out from you uh, more from you so one of the things I'm exploring in this season is about this idea of being the best version of ourselves and then creating these magical experiences in life so what is your top tip Izzy for being the best version of you
1: the best version of me I don't think exists because I'm a work in progress (laughs) oh I like
0: that nice
1: um, I don't think I don't think there is a best version to be really honest because um yeah I mean you know that that saying every day is a school day. Yeah. Um I always think that the day I stop learning is the day I die. So I want to continually learn. I want to um find out more about everything. I want to continually improve, um which is why this Management stuff, this productivity stuff is just so me because there's always something new to learn, always something new to find out. I still read productivity books, I read them for fun. I read habit <laughs> books. We've got a shelf up here, and it's Habits, and it's Power Hour, and it's Kaizen, which is Continual Improvement, and it's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and Deep Work, and most even Kobe, and yeah, that's that shelf. Love it. <laughs> I just, yeah, um best version of myself is one that continually improves I would say and I just I always work on it um because I've got god I'm definitely not perfect far from it I procrastinate I'm one of the best procrastinators you will ever meet Mm -hmm. I still have to fight not be late um I get distracted I scroll and watch cat videos but the thing is I have the techniques to stop myself yes and that's the key thing you don't have to suddenly be this perfect version you just have to know how to get out of the negative spiral and go back on the level and go back on okay this is what I need to do to get back on track to get another thing done to get a bit more done the next day because maybe the day before. <laughs> Good time with the
0: cat, yeah. <laughs> Twinkle you about cat cats. is
1: active again, yeah. <laughs> um she doesn't know when to shut up either. Um just like me. Um yeah, that's that's my take on on the sort of best version of myself.
0: Thank you. And my last question for you, which is what can we do to create magical experiences in the world?
1: I am so glad you warned me about that question a little bit because I was thinking, Oh dear, how do I do that? (laughs) And I have, I have got an answer for you and it's got nothing to do with productivity, but it's to, it's to make people smile. Um, I know that everybody's on a different journey and it's, um, we're all experienced things differently. And especially the last year, it's been a bit of, or last year and a half now, it's been not easy and a lot more difficult for some than for others. But I always try and I always try and make people smile, whether that is simply by smiling myself at them when they like maybe look really down in the dumps or giving somebody a compliment that they're not expecting. or just being nice to people, being nice to people who serve you, like in in a shop or in a yeah. restaurant, uh, not just take it for granted that somebody put a plate in front of you. Of course, they get paid for it. They might even get a tip for it, but a little thank you goes a long way. Or just saying, oh, thank you, that's really kind, or thank you, that's really lovely. Just going that little bit out of your way to be nice to people. I think that's I haven't really I have never considered it as contributing magic to the world, but I think that could be it for me because that's yeah, that's what I consciously way. do. I just I want to make somebody's day that little bit better, that sort of give them a reason to smile. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that's beautiful. Yeah, it goes a long way. Well, Izzy, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure to discuss productivity and i'm even now thinking about some of the ideas to now make me more productive so thank you for coming on but if people want to hear more about you or find out more about your work or even get in touch to find out how you can help them be more productive where can they find you
1: um well i have a website called izzydixon.com i was very happy when i got that to my name (laughs)
0: um
1: yeah it's um i-s-i-d-i-x-o-n just my very the very simple spelling of my name and dot com uh, i'm on linkedin uh connect with me i am uh, on instagram uh follow me there and yeah just get in touch i would love to help if i can i i'm that kind of person <laughs>
0: brilliant well izzy thank you so much it's been an absolute pleasure good luck with the business and i look forward to seeing you soon
1: Thank you. Thank you very much for having me, Ricky. It's been awesome.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you did enjoy this episode, then please head over to Apple Podcasts or Podchaser and leave us a little review because it helps get this podcast shared to more people around the world.
1: Thank you for listening. hope you enjoyed it. And I'll join you on another episode of Unlocked. Goodbye.